All right, our sanctification. Uh, let's, we are continuing from where we stopped the last time. And, uh, let's look at 2 Timothy 3.15 again. 2 Timothy 3.15, it says, As from a child, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith in Christ Jesus. And all Scriptures is given by what? The inspiration of God and his words, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect and what? Thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So, we said something and we said that as believers, we have to stick to the written word. And we said accurate Bible interpretation is the core of Christian doctrine. Is that what I said last week, right? Is that what I said last week? Is that what I said last week? Is that what I said last week? That accurate Bible interpretation is the core of Christian doctrine and Christian living. Did I say that last week? Did I say that last week? Check your note. Check your note. Did I say? Yeah. That's what I said last week? Oh, right. It's the core of, of teaching and living. Okay, it's the core of Christian doctrine and Christian living. All right. Accurate Bible interpretation is the core of what? Christian doctrine and Christian living. So, as a believer, your theology or your worldview and your lifestyle must be found within the hermeneutics of scriptures. It must be found within the hermeneutics of scriptures. So, your theology, your worldview, your lifestyle, everything must be found within the hermeneutics of scriptures. I would say, what does that mean? We said Holy Scriptures is from the Greek word Arius grammar, right? And in the New Testament, the word holy is from the word agios, and it's, and it means what? Sanctify. And when it says sanctify, it just means set apart and all of those things. I would say grammar is a written documents which the grammar refers to reading documents much more the content the meaning and the understanding of the writing so when we say as from a child uh, that was not the only scriptures which is able to make you wise unto salvation through faith in Christ Jesus so in other and we say all scriptures that is the written document is all scriptures is Profitable for what? Profitable is from the word of Philemon, that is, it's available for teaching, for correction. So, as a believer, our worldview, our lifestyle, and accurate interpretation must be within the amenities of Scripture. So, we cannot, we cannot rule out the Scripture and just say, it's for teaching, then we don't get our lifestyle from the Scriptures. That shows we did not study the Scriptures well. That shows we studied the Scripture with another mindset. Every of our lifestyle, we must speak and look at what the scripture says. Is that's why Paul told Timothy, as from a child, you know this thing. So where would you get your lifestyle from? From that same written document. Where would you get your your how to live your worldview, your theology from? From the same written document. Because that will form the basis of your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? How we said our sanctification last week, and we said that. A believer must know that he is sanctified, that he is not of this world, right? Is that what we said last week? That he is not of this world. 
Though he lives in this world, but he is not what? He is not of this world. And we said, Satan is the God of this world. We explain worldliness. And we said, when we say Satan is, is the God of this world, we don't mean that Satan... Uh, we don't mean that Satan owns the world because we saw in Psalm 24 that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, right? Is that what we said? The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. So, and we explain worldliness and we said worldliness is, uh, what did we say worldliness is? What did we say worldliness is? A thought pattern. Remember? A system? Have you forgot? We saw what the was a thought pattern? A system? What did we say again? A system of what? It's a thought pattern. A thought pattern what? A system of conduct. A system of conduct? Who doesn't belong to the system of this world? Who doesn't belong to the system of this world? That's worldliness. So now let's move further. The believer must not be. You must not be ignorant, and the believer must not be ignorant of the dangers that lies ahead of him if he ignores the fact that Satan You must not be ignorant of the fact that Satan rules this world. You must not be ignorant. Because if it does, you end up in a situation where you become so ignorant of the devices of the enemy. And as a believer, you, one thing you must not do is don't be ignorant. Don't be very oblivious of what is as though you don't know what the devil is doing. It's as though you don't know how he's working. Don't be ignorant. Because in his history, we have a very good history. Is Satan has spent many years longer than you and I. Do you know? So he's an experienced person. He knows the tricks, he knows the hooks, he knows the crannies of everything more than you. Because he's more experienced on this earth. How many of you know that? So now, because look at in Ephesians 5. Look at Ephesians 5 verse 15. Let's open our Bibles to Ephesians 5 verse 15. Ephesians 5 verse 15. Are you there? Ephesians 5 verse 15. Ephesians 5 verse 15, it says, See then that ye walk circumspectly, <laughs> not as fools, but as wise. I think I've explained this scripture before, somewhere. I can't remember the teaching. Uh, is it believer in the ministry? Um, no, you explained it in the um, Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as what? As wise. Redeeming the time, because what? The days are evil. Verse 17. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding the will of the Lord is. So, many a times, we allow ourselves to be influenced quite carelessly. A believer cannot, you don't, don't allow yourself to just be suddenly influenced. 
You can't be a believer like that. Where you are just easily influenced by the world. Because you must, you must tell yourself, you must have an assignment to yourself. If I were you, you know, I would say, assignment to myself. I must do a word check on myself often. I must do a word check on myself often. Before you invite, because a lot of us, we just, once we see any trendy thing like this, we just move. You know, it was a long time, baggy jeans was raining many years back. I don't know if you remember those days. That anybody that is a big boy like this is wearing baggy jeans. Now, it is MBG, no bed gang. Malians. Malians. <laughs> no bed gang. That's why it's raining now. I remember I was in Lagos and I said, MBG, no bed guns. No bed gun. That's why it's raining. But you know what? It might not be that one. You know that one is even obvious. That that one is. You know that one is obvious that no bed gun. A believer can't do that one. It can just be this one small tiny thing that you just saw on Facebook. Uh, you saw on Instagram. And that, you know, Baba used to say, Instagram is the most vain app in this world. People are just aimlessly just, whether you just posted picture, posted picture. <laughs> so aimless. Um, people like Brock Collins too will be taking pictures like Jet Li. <laughs> For what purpose? <laughs> I did not mean it. It was not in my notes. I not plan you. <laughs> I didn't plan you. I just remember your picture. <laughs> and I saw that somebody commented that you look like Jet Li. <laughs> so, we, we, when we are not circumspect in that verse 5, 16 or verse 15, we become fools. That is, when we are not careful, then we, are, we, 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 we just become fools. Just, you just take yourself in the glow as it comes. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Groom. Any new challenge. Groom. Put your hands on my show. Everybody jumped on it. Even believers. Did you see one couples? They said they were praying in tongues. You not see it? No, you people don't tell me that. Couples. They said they too want to do the gospel silhouette challenge. And they were praying in tongues, doing rubbish. I'm not joking. On red light. <laughs> you know, see the video. But look, you saw it now. You know, ah. <laughs> it was trading. See, let me tell you the truth. That something as not everything you can change to gospel. Just imagine what to go and turn Nairamali's music to gospel. Egbani. Jesus, oh, Jesus, Jesus, how do you want to turn it? <laughs> how? There's also you live there. Go and sing some songs and spiritual songs. <laughs> so people don't want to turn everything, turn everything. Gospel, gospel this, gospel that, gospel comedy. How? 
Just do comedy and make us laugh. It will be gospel comedy. That is because we are not, they are not suck up. <laughs> I don't want to say fools, but they are not circumspect. <laughs> Look at Matthew 10, verse 16. Let's see it in the Amplified. For some reason, I want to use the Amplified. Matthew 10, verse 16. I'll first read it in the Kings, then we will see the Amplified. Look at the Kings. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as those. In the Amplified, it says, Behold, I am sending you like a sheep in the midst of wolves. Be weary, as, be weary and wise as serpents and be innocent, harmless, guileless, and without facility as those. So, our first caution, or our first line of caution, and most important is relationships. Relationships. Believers cannot be found hanging out too much with unbelievers. We are hanging out. What are you even discussing? Are you even discussing how you want to hang yourself like Judas? We are hanging out. For what? Oh, we're just hanging out. We just want to meet and greet. That's where it is to start. We just want to Netflix and chill with an unbeliever. You know, some people have bastardized some things. They'll say, Pastor, you know, you taught us to, to love people, to teach them the gospel. And it's a lie, of course, they like the guy. So they're not saying, You know, I was just thinking, me and the guy can just hang out. It's a lie. You do not see church to teach the person gospel, it is old chalice. And Texas Roadhouse, you want to go and teach. You don't have mission. <laughs> you are not ready to save the loss. <laughs> so one of the first lines you have to draw is relationships. Because, see, you have to be kind to all. Be kind to all. You see in Galatians 6 verse 10, you have to be kind to all. Look at Galatians 6 verse 10. Quickly, very quickly, very quickly. Galatians 6 verse 10, very quickly. He says, as we have therefore opportunity, let us what? Do what? Unto all men, especially all that are the household of will. Let us do good to all men. You will see. So, you have to be kind to all men. You will see, even in Hebrews 13 verse 2, it says that the Bible instructed us that we should entertain strangers because we don't know if we are entertaining, we are entertaining angels on our way. Do you get it? So, but we are never to become intimate friends or close friends with an unbeliever. We are not. Sanctify or sanctification means we are sect apart. We are holy. Your best friend is an unbeliever. How? Your best friend is an atheist. How? Because as we have seen, the, an unbeliever as Satan is at, I told you that last week, remember? That where does God live? In you, right? Where does the devil live? In an unbeliever's heart. So, when you are talking to the devil, you are talking to who? When you are talking to an unbeliever, you are talking to who? Yeah. <laughs> That's simple. 
So you can't you can't um, have an intimate conversation, an intimate relationship with an unbeliever. You can't. Because if the scripture to me, that's you see John 8 verse 44. We just saw the scripture some couple of time ago. John 8 verse 44, it says, I don't like to read it to you because you are not the one. But the, John 8 44 says, the Bible says in that place, in John 8 verse 44, that ye of your father the devil, not you. <laughs> ye of your father the devil. <laughs> ye of your father the devil. So, <laughs> So, an unbeliever, that is his state. Are you seeing that? Any man who refuses to believe the message of the gospel, Satan, that's Satan's children. You are God's children. But a man who has refused to believe the gospel, I'm sorry, this, I know this is, somebody can listen to me and say, ah, this is too harsh. This is sounding too, too judgmental. No. It's the truth. We can't bend the truth. It's the Bible. That's why I'm using scriptures. I showed you John 8 44 just now. <laughs> it's the scripture. Sorry. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14. Paul's teachings are very apt on that. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14. I'll read from the Amplified. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14. I'm reading from the Amplified. Are you there? 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14. It says, Do not be equally unequally yoked with unbelievers. That is, do not mismated, do not make mismated alliances with them, or come under a different yoke with them, inconsistent with your faith. Look at what it now says. It says, for what partnership are right living and right standing with God with iniquity and lawlessness? Or what or how can light have fellowship with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and Belial? That is the devil. Or what can the believer have in common with an unbeliever? What temple of the living God, even as God said, I will dwell in them and among them I will walk with and with among them they shall be my and I will be their God and they shall walk uh, and I'll be their God and they shall be my people. So come out from among unbelievers and separate yourselves from them, says the Lord, and touch not and cleaning, and I will receive you kindly and treat you with favor, and I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord. So the unbeliever and the believer can never become close. Sorry. So if you have a relationship with an unbeliever that is very cordial, I break it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. You can't be. Because we have one mission. One mission you have to that unbeliever is to get the person saved. That is our sanctification. To get the person saved, Mark 16, verse 15, go into the world and preach the gospel. Mark 28, verse 18 to 20. So, many have been called, many of us have been called believing the word's message. We, we've been called believing the word message. We are, we are becoming disciples of nations of who we are to reach. We are now whiskey fans. We are now, we are now whiskey FCs. We are now uh, Obiu. We are now Drakians. Malians. 
We are now disciples of those we should reach. See, look at look at the twist. <laughs> look at the twist. We are now disciples of those we should reach. It should not be so. It should not be. We are trading away our 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 gospel. We are trading away what we are sent to do, and we are becoming. I remember some years back. Yeah, so you went to preach. I used to tell you guys the story. We went to preach somewhere. Instead of us to preach, this woman sat us down and gave us corn. We ate corn, we too, because we're hungry, you know. <laughs> Same two jobless boys to go and preach. <laughs> we hungry, we sat down. This woman lectured us on the gospel, on our own gospel, which we say, wow, we can't go. Even when we ought to go, when the time was up, we couldn't go because we've eaten corn. <laughs> So it made sense when Jesus said, when you go into the house, don't take anything from them. That, that scripture began to make sense to me. <laughs> when he sends the mission to the seventh and the mission, he said, when you go to Sarah, dust your feet. When they know it, just dust your feet. Don't drink water. Don't eat anything. Don't collect anything. Don't, even if they offer you to say no. <laughs> you know, Jesus gave those kind of instructions to do to the disciples. That thing made sense to me that day. That woman, after she finished, me and Sonji were like, wow, we are wowed on the person we ought to go and preach to. <laughs> so, James 4 4 says, if you look at James 4 4, it says, friendship with the world is what? Enmity with God. So, as a believer, learn to draw a line with your relationships. Look at the word I say, learn to draw a line. This is a colleague, an office colleague. A classmate, a cosmate, a business partner, a business friend. Are you seeing it now? Learn to draw a line. This when you now say this is my friend, you know that this is a brother in Christ. Are you seeing it? You have to learn to draw a line in your relationship. Because a lot of people complain about a lot of people will complain about church meetings are too long. Oh, how your best it takes your time. Oh, 7 p.m. people are still in church. I think this Sunday, but I think I'm going to release you. This, um, so they say people complain that church meetings are too long. People say uh, it's too long. The, the world has even made you hate church. They, they, they say the word hates church. They will be reading and complaining on social media about the church. And you know the funniest thing is, social media is largely controlled by the devil. How many of you know? That's one tool the devil use. Social media, entertainment. Just use all those tools to get you and his kids. And church is a family meeting. Because one reason why you must stay too long in church. Because church keeps you indoctrinated. Let me use that word, indoctrinated. It keeps us away from this sinful world. Because the more we continually hear the word, the more indoctrinated we are, the more we are cautioned. The more we put ourselves under, under a watch. When we are in church, we are at home. But when we go for whiskey life in concert, you are not at home. Even if you watch it live, you have joined them. I told you last week, if you like a picture on Facebook that is 
or feature on Instagram that is looking that the person not dressed well, you have joined the person. You and the person wore the clothes. Because you have to dislike. Because the more like he gives, the more morale he's endorsing. Don't go and put period on someone that is not dressed well. Tell the person, Abba, sister. Tell the person, fishing. Put it on the comments, sister, not you. What are you exposing? You know, the person will delete your comment. <laughs> but put it there. If the person is your friend, you know, now we know what friend means. If the person is your Instagram friend, because you cannot call the person friend again, because you can't have a friend that is Jesse that way. I don't expect that. Do you get it? But if the person is an Instagram partner or colleague, or fellow Instagramers. <laughs> you can say sister. No, the person is not even fit to be a sister. Might not be fit to be a sister. Because, you know, sister is a brotherhood word. It's our fraternity word. <laughs> Brother and sister is our word. You don't say, ah, girl, or boy, or lady, or madam. Yeah, you know, that's the, that's the court. That's the... Politely, madam, ma. Good, good afternoon, ma. Please, ma. I don't, I don't expect that you are showing us. You are a fellow woman like me. No, no, don't say. But I don't expect you are showing us your cleavages. For why? Why? Why would you dress and not? Why would you wear a crop top to show us a part or a side of your front? Why? You, you give the person. Put it under your comment. Explain the reason why, please, ma. With all due respect, ma. Explain, ma. The reason why, ma. This picture is this way, ma. Thank you, ma. I anticipate your response, ma. <laughs> you need to. We need to be putting comment like that. Not a, because every comment I see, period, kill them, fire, step on their necks. We are not ready. And that's why it's to see most. We are not ready. <laughs> who are you? Who, are, who, are, who is not ready? Who is already? <laughs> People will now repost it and put it on their status. <coughs> get, get them, get them, babes. Don't put one. They first put, they first put the post. What you are about to see? I saw one. What you are about to see next is gold. <laughs> I saw it on my WhatsApp status. Me, I was wondering, but you are a believer in Christ. I'm not joking. I, I said, I wanted to message this as a sister, but yeah, I believe in Christ. She said, what you're about to see next is gold. Then we saw the picture. Guess what? One gay, just the shine shine. Not the snapshot shine shine. Snapshot shine shine. Simple. She so said, this is too expensive. Put, this is too expensive. For, for a number, don't message me. Who want to message you for the number? Step on the net, kill them, get them, babes. Files, files, fry horse. Oh, we are your dodo. Rebook us, you are your Galatians. Oh, the one, I, the one that is, the one that is trending, that trending, that, that I like the most. Bewitch me, I'm your Galatian. Oh, you are. 
we are supporting ourselves. It's called black love. Who are who? Who, 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 who says black love is not there? How? So please don't be part of the world that is spoiling things. <laughs> don't like the picture. Don't comment. Do you get it? Don't even if it's that you will not follow them. Let them know that you and this we are not we are not together. Are you getting me? A believer is separate from this world. So we're not saying, ah, is it not, are we not saying that we should know? I'm not, we don't hear what I did not say. Did I say you should not be on Instagram now? No. I'm just telling you to, to be a Christian <coughs> on Instagram. Simple. Uh, but I'm not telling you to now be like those Christians that are going to say, hmm, judgment day is coming. <laughs> you know how I put this? I saw. <laughs> you know this. All this uh, uh, Insta blog and all of this thing. Somebody put it. Somebody put something. One person now reported the comment. Judgment day is coming. God will kill you. <laughs> I'm not saying you're going to be that kind of Christian. I'm going to put on somebody's picture. Why? Don't you know that everyone is calling you? You are, you are spoiling the gospel. <laughs> so when we are in church, we are home. When we are in church, we are home. Look at Hebrews 10 verse 24. It says, let us... Hebrews 10 verse 24. Hebrews 10 verse 24. Hebrews 10 verse 24 to 25. Hebrews 10 verse 24 to 25. I'm reading from the Amplified. It says, let us consider and give attentive, continuous care, watching over one another and study, in studying how we steer up to love and to effort deeds and noble activities. Verse 25, that's it. Not forsaking or neglecting to assemble together as believers, as the habit of some people, but admonishing one another in all faith, in, in all and more faithfully as you see the day approaching. You must not neglect church meetings. As a believer, you must not, because when you come to church, you are coming to be doctrine, they are coming to your home. Don't neglect church meetings. That is what will keep you separate from the world. Because at, at work, you are not in church. At work, they will feed you with jokes, you will hear things, you will, you will almost get swayed away. You'll be at work almost all day. You'll be at school almost all day. You'll spend your time in your businesses almost all day. But when you come to work, it's to church. Are you seeing it's a detoxing life? It's to detox. I know many of you, you have come from work now today. You've gone through today's odds and buzzes, but you have come back to detox. Some of you are still even going, no, you have detox. So you will now go to, to church, to your work, to live as a Christian. You see in Acts 2 verse 42, it says, They continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and breaking of bread. Acts 2 verse 42. They continued. From 42 to 47, they continued daily. Some complain about the length of service and say, Ah, two hour service is long, three hour service is long. Don't worry, this Sunday. <laughs> say it's long, it's long. We spend your day. You say it's long. We have sight and sound. They say it's long. But they can watch two hours football. They can watch. Um, they can watch. No, not just. Leave a magic for the whole day. Bring Boda Niger. We bother everything. They can watch it for one and they won't get tired. They look like I'll be taking drink. I'll be drinking, I'll be eating. 
<laughs> going to the freezer and be looking for what's lost. What's not lost today? Checking it and coming back to sit down. Watch it the whole day. Some people we can have three laptops in front of them. Watch one, watch one, watch one. <laughs> they know themselves. They watch one in the TV, watch one in their laptop, minimize the app. <laughs> I'm not joking. She knows herself. Let me, let me be specific. But you know, God, God that delivers people delivers men. They, they, from money, I will go to school, go to work, come back. It's from one app to another. <laughs> from one app. It's the same spot. Come on, Papa. Same spot. The only thing, the, when, you, when you see them doing weight loss now, you, you, you don't know what the, the result of what they have done. Because they are sitting at one spot for money, just eating. Wow. Wow. Go to the freezer again, take the next thing, take it again, finish it. So when you come up, there's even nothing for you to eat. <laughs> but yet, they will come to church and say, take note. They couldn't. Open Bible. No. They say four hour service is too long. The prayer. Ah, ah, why? 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 Is this what I signed up for? To be leaving church at 7 p.m.? Because this Sunday, 10 p.m. But is that what we signed up for? No. <laughs> so, don't be too comfortable with those things. You have to repent. Our primary social group must be our church. Must be the church. Where you will get your friends. Where you will get... You know what we grew up with? People will tell you, don't, make, don't have a business partner in church. Don't have people in church. Church people will dupe you. How many of you heard those things going on? Church people are not sincere. That's because they are not well taught. Are you going to dupe somebody now? No, no, let me ask you. Are you about to dupe somebody? You want to dupe somebody? <laughs> are you about to not be trustworthy? No, no, no. Let me, let me know. Are you, is somebody about to do business with you and regret? No. no. Because you should have confidence and say, we know, we know what we are doing. We are brothers and sisters. So your primary social group, that is what made a lot of people say, I can't trust people in church again. And because they gossip about me. They gossip about this. They do this and that. They not pay money. They, they owe me money. Business money. They do this and that. No. Don't be like that. Our primary social group must be the church group. Because the church is a family. The church is a family. We are at home. We are at home when we come to church. We, we are at home when we, when we come to church. The church is our family. So, when we come to church, we interact with the world daily. We interact with the spirits daily. The church daily. We must be guided. So, and what are we guided from? We are guided from lust. We are guided from sin. We are guided from, this, from Satan. We are guided. So, in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33, it says, Do not be deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. So, our sanctification makes us understand and make us know that we are separate from this world. Our sanctification makes us know that we are separate. We are found in what God has found. We, are, we understand the truth of God's word. The word is the mirror of the believer. The word is our transformation. The word is the substance that makes us different from the world. John 17 verse 17. Sanctify them by their truth. The word is truth. 
First Peter 1 verse 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth forever and abideth forever. That's what the word does. James 1 verse 22 to 23, it says, be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. For if any man be a hearer, let him be likened. It's likened unto a man who beholded his face unto a glass. And he goes straight away and forgetting what manner of man he is. So the word of God is our source. The word of God is our, is our sanctification. The word of God is our mirror. We can't pattern our life after Naramali. We can't pattern our life after Beyonce. We can't pattern our life after Nicki Minaj. We can't say Nicki Minaj is our president. We can't say Beyonce is our boss. We can't say he's our... No, you can't. Do... Jesus is my king. You can't say your role model. People, you don't, you don't have real good role model. Your own role model is all those hooligans. You did not see men to pattern your life after. You did not see people like Pastor Yadibuye to pattern your life. You did not see people like Konaika Oluwashego to pattern your life after. You see your own Romo there. It's Nicki Minaj. You see, it's lost priority. And you call yourself a believer. Lost priority. Lost priority. The word of God is a person. In the beginning, John 1 1, the word was with God. The word was God. And the word was with God. His revelation is in the Bible. That's why he says in John 35, John 35 verse 39, he says, Such is the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. For they are they which testify of me. 2 Timothy 3, 15 verse 16. And all scriptures, as from a child you've known, the only scriptures which is able to make the wise unto salvation, true faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And all scriptures is given by the inspiration of God, which is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instruction in righteousness. That's the scripture. Luke 24, verse 25. It says, O fools, love how to believe all that the prophet has spoken. Ought not Christ to have rose again the third day. The scriptures, the word of God must be your mirror. Learn to feed on the word. 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 The word of God is your sanctification. Don't let the word, don't let people outside the outside dictate for you. It's just like even aspect of the leading of the spirit. Don't let that people don't let the word be the one leading you. No, be sure of what God is leading you to do. Because in the world we have corrections, in the world we have instructions, in the world we have exhortations, we have dedications. So we must take the Bible, we must take the word of God as God speaking to us. God will never speak outside the written word, He will never. The written word unveils the living word. The more time we spend with the Bible, the more time we spend with the word, the more time we are spending with God. We are, we are in church like this, we are spending time with God. The more time we read our Bible, we study God's word, we are spending time with God. So, the, the reasons why we live sinful lives is because we don't spend enough time with the world. The reason why we live sinful life is as though we don't have a sanctified life is because we don't spend time with the world. We live uncontrolled life. We don't spend time with the world. It came from an inconsistent, irrelevant attitude to the world. I used to tell people, when you see yourself acting weird, 
you see yourself living a life that is contrary to God's word, take a fast. This is just something I, I tell people to do. Take a fast. Separate yourself. Shut off from social media. Stay on this. Speak God's word. Confit on yourself. You will see that your mind will change. Your mind will open up. Your, your, your mind will reason better. Your speech will be better. Your mind will be clear. Because that is what works. Bible says the, the Bible says in John 6, verse, verse 33, the flesh profits nothing. Living in the flesh doesn't profit anything. I can tell you for a fact, it will lead you into a, countless consequences. It found it profit nothing. You're always at movies, you're always gisting, you're always all of those things. You don't spend quality time with the world. You will not reflect the world. You won't. You will reflect the world. You will only reflect what you spend time with. You will only reflect what you spend time with. You will only reflect what you spend time with. You read books that are not godly. You, you spend your time on things that are not godly. You will reflect that thing. Because whatsoever you, see, that's, whatsoever you allow sink into you for so long is what you will bring out. It's what you will bring out. It's what you will bring out. Jesus made a clear distinction between the power of godliness and the greatness in Christ in Matthew 20, 20 verse 25 to 28. Matthew 20 verse 25 to 28. It says, But Jesus called them to him and said, Ye are the princes of Gentiles, exercise dominion over them, and they that are of great and then I will great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you. But whosoever shall be great among you, let him minister. Let him be your minister. Whosoever shall be chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man come, not to minister unto, but to minister and to give life a ransom for many. So our models are the great men of faith. Those who serve. Those should be your role model. Great men of faith. Your mother can't be Beyonce. Your mother, you do not see David in the Bible to mother. To you do not see Paul to be your role model. Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Whiskey, Davido. Oh, you are a role model to me. Don Jazzy. Ah. Naramali, my president. Ow. You know, that's lost priority. And you are a believer in Christ. So I'm I'm not mentioning a name. Because that's sacred. It's sacred. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> so, we have models, great models. Those who serve. In Christianity, service is the greatness. When you see a man devoted to the work of ministry, who is serving God, that's greatness. That's greatness. We have, we sh we should have models we look after. But you know what? We have made models out of Satan's children. Our role models are, are Satan's children. How? How? They have discipled us. They are now the lights that are being led. They are now the ones we see light from. We are seeing light from darkness. Imagine what they lost power 
Not a lost priority. A wise man once said, while it is bad for the blind to lead the blind, it is a disaster for when the blind led those who have sight. It is. It's true. It's a disaster for the blind to lead those who have sight. And this is what happens today in the church. Many, many people, they get what inspiration from the word. Because the word did concert this way. How? They want to say gospel concert. How? What a lost priority. Because the world is doing comedy. They do not say they want to do gospel comedy. How? Because the world is doing to back Alujo. You to say, ah, let's do Alujo face to God. <laughs> the world is discipling. Are you seeing lost priority? The world is not the one discipling you. You see something of it. That's why it's a preacher. Guard your heart. Don't be easily influenced. That thought in your heart. That it has a it has a tracing. You saw something, something, somehow, somewhere that creeps in. Guard your heart a lot. Don't be easily influenced. They say this is how they are dancing. You two now, you two now say you want to do something. You now name your own praise dance. Ow! So let's let's be guided. Let's be guided. The qualification of a church or a minister and I must I is capable is well spread on the first Timothy 3. You can read that on your own time. Because he must possess the ability to teach the word. A teacher must be apt, a bishop must be apt to teach. So a lot of us have desecrated the temple. We've turned it into merchandise. We've we, we now discuss commerce in church, economic development. We now discuss, you know, you can be better, motivation, you know, brethren. You can be, you know, uh, the, 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 the keys to success, really, in the church. You know, there are business principles. I want to teach you business keys in the church. That's wrong. It's wrong. Really wrong. Stick to the word. Stick to the written word. A lot of people now use their, their, their platforms to discuss politics. Really? We must stick to the word. 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 We must not be like the world. We must stick to the written word. Romans 1 verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation to those who believe, to the Jews first and to the Greek. Mark 16 verse 15, And he said unto them, Go into the word and preach the gospel to all nations, baptizing them, as says, Go into and preach the word and preach the gospel to all creation. He that believeth shall be saved, he that believeth not shall be doubt. The gospel of the cross. You must not change the message. Don't go outside and not be talking about economic keys, kingdom principles, five ways to pass your exams, success keys, how to make it on Instagram, how in the church. You read in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18 to 24. Let's read it. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18 to 24. Our sanctification. Are you, are you understanding something? Our sanctification. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18 to 24. 
1 Corinthians 1 verse 18 to 24. It says, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us what? We shall save it is what? The power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and I will bring to nothing the wisdom of the prudent. For where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of the world? Has God not made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of the preaching of the cross to save them that believe. You read, for the Jews requires a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ as stumbling blood unto the Jews and uh, uh, the Greek foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, the Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. That's what we'll stick to. I've told you before, we are not changing the pattern. No, we will stay with the word. We will stay with the word. We will never do comedy. We can do it. When we want to do entertainment, when we say this is entertainment time, but in church service, we will not do comedy. It will never happen. Never. To God, praise, 72 marathon, it can never happen. Ah. <laughs> you know, you have, to make, you have to make a stand. You have, the same way Paul said in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 1, I am determined to know nothing else. You have to make your own determination. And be separate from the world. Determine I cannot preach anything else outside the gospel. Determine. Make it a determination. You are separate from the world. You owe the society. You owe the world one message. Don't get to the world and start having educational discussion with an unbeliever. Except people have defined it as educational friend. But the one message you owe everyone is the gospel. That is the only power to say. And I believe that strongly. That the problem to the solution of humanity is the gospel of Christ. Or the solution to the problem of humanity, sorry, is the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ. And that's what we are obligated to preach. That's what we are obligated to preach. We are not obligated to change the world. See, listen to me everyone. The world that we are in is not going to change. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? We are not obligated to change. A lot of people are saying, we know, a lot of things we change, a lot of things, it can't change. Can only change a bit, but to see it will change abruptly. No. We are not obligated to change the world. Because that is what our attempt, our attempts to change the world is what has brought entertainment, worldliness, frivolity, looseness, and lightness into church activities. The same people we are trying to teach and get them discipled and get them, they are coming to church with to come and they will say, Does your church, this is stupid unbeliever asking you, say, Does your church do? What if the does not even know ABC of salvation? Does your church um does your church um use drums to play instruments? Because I, I don't like it where there's no drums to instrument. You see, the person does have sense. The person will ask you, does your church has AC? Uh, I don't like to stay where there's no comfort and all those things and uh, does your church um, 
You know, some people come to church because of first time and package. Because they give them food. Jollof rice. Turkey. There was one church we went to in this city. This city. This. We went there. And they gave all bag of rice for welcome package. Just one bag. Allah, why would the church not be full? <laughs> Everybody will be a newcomer. I'm not joking. That time I tried to get one person, trying to teach her the girl, this I share. Till the day, something, something drew me to the church. I don't know. I think we had administration there. Yeah, it's administration that took us there. Then I say, sorry, sorry, sir. We've not given you your package. What's it? Bag of rice. Ah, I now see. And apart from the bag of rice, every Sunday they were feeding them jollof rice. So the, everyone was going to church because they knew that after service, there's food to eat. You can't raise men that way. You're changing the pattern. You know like the conference we did last year now? We said, we said, oh, no eating, no drinking. You know it upset a lot of people. But who cares? Was life not blessed? <laughs> Lives were blessed. Because the attempt to want to fit in, that attempt is what has brought up. So what's the strategy for us? There is no strategy. Just stick with the word and spirit. Simple. So what do you think we can do so that people will be excited in church? There is nothing. Stay with the word. The, you know, that's, you, you, I don't know if you know that. That's, I don't know if you believe what I'm saying is true. That attempt to make everybody feel comfortable of... Um, you know, what would somebody say? You know, when people come to the church, what would they do? You know, uh, so people today now will snap their car park when they want to put their PR picture on Facebook. They'll snap their car, snap their toilet, snap. They will, they will photo walk the pictures in the church. They will photo walk it. They will, <laughs> they will edit it, edit it, make it look. So when you even get to the church, now you look, ah, but this is not what I saw in the picture. <laughs> That was why when we wanted to make a pamphlet last year, this is not this picture we have here without what we left there. No, because see, don't try to change it. Oops, don't try to impress anybody. Stay with the word and spirit. Entertainment will not stop. So leave entertainment for the people who know how to do it. Don't bring it to church. Before the pastor preaches, they will at first do um, choreography, uh, this, that, oh, this, just because they want to entice everyone. When the word is not happening, when the pastor is not there, everybody is not sleeping because they dance with their sorrow. <sighs> don't, don't spoil the mood. Are you getting what I'm saying? How are sanctification? Because if there is a message that people will accept, it will be the message of the gospel. The message of the world. Any message that a believer and an unbeliever can sit down to listen to is not the message. It's not the message of the gospel. An unbeliever is comfortable. You as a believer, you too, you are also comfortable. It's not the message of Christ. Because we get inspiration from a lot of things. If you read a message on, if you read a book on greed, you will become greedy. 
you read a message, a book on selfishness, you become, you read a, message, a book on anger, you become angry. A lot, a, a lot of us are product of influence. Man is a product of influence. The way you talk today is a product of influence. I know it. The way I talk today is a product of influence. The way I sing is a product of influence. The way I pray is a product of influence. The way I even walk is a product of influence. The way I rejoice in the Holy Ghost is a product of influence. Man is a product of influence. You will always be influenced. That's why Jesus warned them. Put a check on what you read too. Ensure you put a check on what you read. Don't just want to read everything. Don't want to read everything. Put a check on what you read. Because you become proud of what you read. Jesus warned them in Mark 4 verse 24. Told them be careful of what you are hearing. He says the measure of what you give will be the measure of what comes back to you. Matthew, Mark 4 verse 24. Mark 4 verse 24. So any serious believer who seeks to glorify God will spend time on the word of God. He will spend time with the word of God and with men. And that is what we call a sanctified life. A man spending time with the word of God, spending time in the place of prayer, spending time fasting, praying, just alone with God, not with movies, not with everything, just with God. That's a sanctified life. And we must have the right models. We must have the right mentors. The right example. That's why Paul told them in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1. Be ye followers of me, even as I am of Christ. We see an example of Paul. We see an example of Peter. We see an example of James. We see an example of John. We must look at their lives. Their times. Their lives and their heroes as Christianity. Those who have suffered and endured persecution. Philippians 2, Philippians 1 verse 29, Philippians 1 verse 29, for you have been granted for Christ's sake, not only to believe, but also to suffer on his behalf. Philippians 1 verse 29. So you must, not quickly, we must read about men like that. Good models, models from the word of God, models from churches, models from people. You know, so you we must we must we must what you believe is your faith. That you go to church every Sunday doesn't make you a Christian. It is what you believe that is your faith. You must find out. You see, you see stories. You'll be inspired by stories. When you read stories of Charles Wesley, when you read stories of when you read stories of John Wesley, I mean Charles Finney. Dear Moody, dear Moody is from Chicago here. Yeah, I remember one time we drove past his church. I was looking at the church. A man who prayed, and the breath of his and his breath stung on the wall. My God, you read stories like E. W. Kenyon. You read stories like Kennedy Egan. You read stories like Ayo Babalola. You read their stories. You've been motivated. You say this is an example. My God, you read Archbishop Benson in Dausa who shook Africa. My God, I'm more true with the story of Benin. He had a mission that Africa must be blood washed. My God, you read stories like T.L. Osborne. My God, you hear stories like that. You read stories like Pastor Iadebo. You say, My God, 
Let those ones be your example. Let be your example. We must not. We must look out for the right heroes. We must hold the banner of our faith. We must not be greedy, greedy, looking for businessman. Um, and they tell you, and uh, you know, people come to church because they want to network. I don't know if people do that. They come to church and say, ah, me, I'm going to that church because there's networking there. A rich man is there. He can help me. He can promote my business. He can give me just the day. Just one contact can change your life. Eh? Just, just one contact from that church member can change your life. That's greed. So you are coming to church because of, of somebody like that. And then because of that, you don't obey your own leaders again. You don't see, you are not seeing, you are not honoring those who God has put in front of you. Hebrews 13 verse 7. Hebrews 13 verse 7. Remember your leaders and superiors in authority. It says, for it was they who brought the word of God. Observe attentively and consider their manner of living. Hebrews 13 verse 7. Consider them and imitate their faith. Their conviction that God and is the creator of them, of is the creator and ruler of all things. Very clear. Hebrews 13, verse 7. Imitate their life. Example. So follow the right model. Hebrews 13, verse 7. Video. Follow the right model. In business, in your business world, your model can be be great. But that is not your life model. That's just because of his business. Separate it. Learn to draw the line. Have you get what I'm saying? Learn to draw the line. Learn to draw in you, are you in business. Your model can be downgoate. Your role model or your mentor can be downgoate because that is his expertise. Separate the line. That's just for business, not for your life. Are you seeing the Are you seeing the difference? Not for your life. Your rumba there can be somebody on YouTube because you are a YouTuber. But that is just a mentor. Somebody you just look after for the purpose of YouTube, not the person's life. When it comes to life and godly examples, follow the right model. So are you seeing how to separate the difference? Separate the difference. Draw the line. A sanctified believer. Know who you are following. We follow them only if they have the testimony of Christian suffering. I don't like to see men who have unlabeled. Before I see a result, I like to check the person's label. We follow men who have the testimony of Christ's suffering, who are full of a living faith, who are full of prayer, evangelism, discipleship, ministry, service, submission in local church, integrity, honor, power of God. We must feed on the word and follow men like that. So therefore, brethren, learn to renew your mind. You are not of this world. Say, I'm not of this world. No, no. You're not saying, say, I'm not of this world. You are not of this world. Now, in 2021, things are changing. People are having different things, inciting things inside movies just to, just to make sure your mind is, people are putting homosexuality, there's no movie you watch today that the homosexuality is not inside. Do you know what they're trying to do? They're trying to make you accept it as a norm. 
You know, I never really noticed it. I think it's because me or somebody that caught my attention to it. That what these people are trying to do, they are trying to make sure that you accept it by force. So now, you, you watch a movie, you see a girl and a girl kissing each other. It's a, it's a norm in your mind. It's not a norm. It's wrong. Our sanctification, we must know that this is wrong. Some things are still wrong. That the world is improving, technology has not made things right. Are you getting what I'm saying? We, are, we must live a sanctified life. Say, I live a sanctified life. So you must renew your mind. Romans 12 verse 2, as I close now. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. By what? The renewing of your mind. That you will prove what is accepted. What is good and the perfect and acceptable will of God. In Amplified Version, it says, do not be conformed to this age. That is fashioned after and adapted at the external and superficial custom. But be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That is, is new ideas and attitude. So that you may prove what is good and acceptable will of God. Even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect. So we must. It is urgent. It is very confidential. You must renew your mind. Say, I feed on the word alone. I feed on the word alone. I live on the word alone. I live in my sanctification. Are you understanding your sanctification now? You draw the line. You draw the line. This is your business colleague. This is my um, classmate. This is my friend. This is my pastor. This is my local church. Draw the line. Instagram is not my word. I'm still a Christian on Instagram. I'm still a Christian on, on Facebook. I'm still a Christian on WhatsApp. Are you getting the deal? You draw the line. You don't blend in with the world. You control what you watch. You control what you hear. You control what you see because man is a product of influence. Man is a product of influence. Man is a product of influence. So you control that. You stay in the right company. You have the right friends, the right examples, the right local church. God's wisdom is our sanctification. You stay in the world. That is, you stay in the word of God. You stay away from the influences of this. You stay away from the influences of this world. You stay in, my, in your sanctification. Say, so I stay in my sanctification. I stay in my sanctification. Do I live in this world? I'm not of this world. You want to pray for yourself now? Just pray for yourself. That every way you've blinded to this world, you blended your ideologies and your pattern, you detox now. Pray for yourself now. Pray for yourself. Every means by which you are blended to this world, be on your feet and pray for yourself. Every means you blended to this world, you've agreed to the thought of this world, you renew your mind, you've accepted, every way you've accepted some things on Instagram, you've accepted some things around the world. So you've accepted some things that movies has given you to accept. You detox your mind now. Open your mouth and pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Lift your voices and pray. Pray for yourself. You are not in this world. You are not of this world. You live in this world, but you are not on this world. You are men of the world. Men of the Spirit of God. God's wisdom. God's spirit. 
God's word is your sanctification. You live in your sanctification. Pray for yourself. Detox yourself. Detox yourself. Detox yourself. That you will feed on this world continually. You feed on the world continually. You feed on the world continually. You don't blame. Your role models are not models of the world. Your role models are models of men who have who suffered for Christ. Pray, pray, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself.